Para celebrar los precios sorprendentemente bajos de State Farm, le dimos una letra sorprendente a esta canción. Sorprendente, State Farm es, con esos precios tan bajos, ahorro mes a mes. Sorprendente, State Farm es, yo quiero esos precios bajos, ahorrar es un placer. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Hey friends, it's me, Carissa, host of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. So, I had a revelation. <laughs> That sounds so weird. But I was like, what should I do this bonus episode on? And, and it's, it was quite a few months ago, actually. And all of a sudden it came into my mind, fetishes. And I was like, should I do fetishes? Should I? And then a bit later on, about one or two hours later, I was watching something on Netflix. I really don't remember what. It was, it was a show. Um, and they talked about fetishes. And I was like, well, if that isn't a sign, then I don't know what is. So here I am with a brand new bonus episode. Guess what, kids? We're going to be talking about fetishes. Are you ready? been a hot second since our last bonus episode and here we are today November the 11th oh no sorry November the 17th sorry <laughs> I got a bit confused that's that's my normal state but anyway that's that's something that's something I need to work on <laughs> so as many of you know I have like an array of interests and And everybody's going to be like, and fetishes is one. Yes, actually, fetishes is one. Kinks and fetishes. Anything sexual, actually. I, I do have an interest in it. Um, I, I have an array of interests, whether it be history. Well, it could be the history of fetishes. Who knows? But no, I just, I have an array of interests. And I like bringing them to you here on Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> um, no, but... Um, Yeah, this has been plaguing me for some time, and I was like, just do the episode, Carissa, do it. And we're going to jump right into it, but, bef well, uh -huh. but before that, just to do a little bit of house cleaning, don't forget to follow us um, on Instagram, Let That Family Grow. It's growing, we're um, at over 600 followers, which is awesome. Um, follow us on Facebook, um, but I do post more on Instagram. I know, I'm going to spank my hand, hold up, you're going to hear it. Shame on me, okay, for not posting so much on Facebook. But when I do come across some stuff such as like YouTube videos, whether it regards like diet culture or things like that, I post it onto Facebook um, because you're able to post, you know, links easier um, or more easily um, onto Facebook. And don't forget, if you would like to support the show in any way, 
shape or form head on over to like patreon.com forward slash beauty unlocked and check out our tears leave some coin on the dresser i would sincerely appreciate it from the bottom of my dark ever so dark heart another way of course that you could support the show is go to apple find beauty unlocked and subscribe rate and review us that helps the show as well because it moves us up the charts and more and more people will discover beauty unlocked and follow us so that would be awesome all right so we're gonna get into it and of course as you know beauty unlocked is an educational podcast might not seem like it but it is (laughs) people are like is it really carissa is it are you sure it's in that category yes it is all right yes it is i will wrestle you for it okay (laughs) that's not the point i'm not gonna just dive into like giving you a whole list of like fetishes that you might or might not have heard of First, we're, we're going to find out what fetishes are, what's happening, what are kinks, what's happening there. And then I'm going to throw at you some, some fetishes, a list of fetishes, and you would be like, oh, wow. <laughs> so in scouring the internet, I was like, let's, let's understand what's happening here. What, what are fetishes? So WebMD said that while you might like the sight of your partner in a pair of high heel heels during sex, that doesn't necessarily mean you have a shoe fetish. A fetish is sexual excitement in response to an object or body part that's not typically sexual, such as shoes or feet. And they're more common in men. I mean, okay. All right. Many people with fetishes must have the object of their attraction at hand or be fantasizing about it alone or with a partner in order to become sexually aroused, get an erection. I mean, yes. And have an orgasm. A person with the fetish might masturbate while they hold. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hold. (laughs) Sorry. Smell, rub or taste the object. Or they might ask their partner to wear it or use it during sex. Oh, my. Now, before we continue, I would like to make the statement that I personally, (laughs) uh, well, I can't say I don't have kinks and fetishes. That's something else. But um, there is no judgment. This is a safe space. So if you have a fetish, fetish, oh my God, I can't even say the word. If you have a fetish, that's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm all up for people having a healthy, healthy life period a healthy sex life whatever you're into you're into as long as if there are other people involved it's always always with that big c word consensual because remember kids consent is fucking hot so i found this other article written by angie jones and it was written in june of this year And she says, although kinks and fetishes are becoming more mainstream, if you remember Fifty Shades of Grey, even though I'm not going to even discuss that because it's not my favorite. But anyway, um, so even though it's becoming more mainstream, it can still feel taboo. I don't know why people have this thing of like where they get uncomfortable about talking about certain things. It's just like, but but this is anyway, I'm not whatever. So. For the uninitiated, learning about kinks and fetishes may feel intimidating. First things first, understand what is a kink and what is a fetish. So a kink is defined as a sexual activity that falls outside of sex that society traditionally considers acceptable. 
That can include anything from role-playing to bondage to whips. That's not considered acceptable. Really? But that, okay, well, I mean, what kind of sex are you having if you're not into that, I guess, but okay. A fetish technically refers to an attraction, as we said, to an inanimate object, although this includes body parts such as feet, like a foot fetish. So a fetish is a type of kink. No matter what you're into, kink is about, like we said, consent, communication, and compromise. Oh, Lord, we're being hit by three C's. Consent, communication, and compromise. Before trying any new sex act, listen up. Before trying any new sex act, continuous consent from all parties involved is a must. So... I love this. This is this is a part of of the article that I found actually quite interesting and amusing. So whatever happened to the simple pleasure of just you of just, you know, doing it these days, there are so many different fetishes and unique sexual preferences that it's easy to lose track of them all. That's very true. There's and here this uh, this is this isn't part of um, the article written by Angie Jones. This is from another article. Um, There's literally porn for everything from milk enemas to ghetto grannies. The fuck? Milk enemas? Ghetto grannies? I don't... Anyway. Moving onwards. (laughs) So you might be asking yourself, what causes people to have sexual fetishes? Well, the experts weigh in on whether mental illness is involved when people have fetishes such as bondage, obsession with feet, or adult diapers. Some people become sexually aroused by an object or part of the body that's not typically considered, like we said before, sexual. Others may develop a liking for a particular lifestyle that allows them to live out their fetish or interest. In erotic role-playing such as bondage, dominance, submission, and sadomasochism, or BDSM. Fetishes and alternative erotic lifestyles come in a wide variety of forms from common to extreme. But is it mental illness? So could people prone to fetishes suffer from mental mental illness or trauma? Well, Dr. Kruger, associate professor of psychiatry at Columbia University, says some people who practice fetishes or alternative erotic lifestyles may be mentally ill or have experienced trauma. But he says this is not a predictor. Uh, So Dr. Kruger adds that a number of studies show people who practice BDSM have a higher level of socioeconomic functioning compared to control groups. The literature is limited, but it would suggest that they're healthy or healthier, he says. Different people have different reasons for being involved in the fetish or lifestyle. There are those who are into it for the sexual gratification, and that can be widely varied even by itself. And for others, it isn't sexual at all. So the article that I found and that um, I'm reading from is from uh, Healthline. This is, it talks about preference and personality. So experts say there is a wide range of fetishes because there is a wide range, a wide variety of people, sorry. So sexual fantasy is highly varied across the spectrum. So fetishes might simply be one element of our diversity in terms of sexual interest and arousal. And this is what um, Dr. Jessica O'Reilly, who's a sexuality counselor since 2001, told Healthline. That means we'll have different tastes just like we do in food. So Dr. Kruger, he concurs and he says, um, 
that generally speaking, a typical case may be somebody happened or happens upon an object by accident or through exposure to leather or dolls or part of a human that's non-sexual, such as a foot or a toe, and finds it pleasurable. So they continue using it in a sexual way. O'Reilly adds that some people are more easily aroused than others. There's a theory that these people may be more open to developing fetishes because they're sexually excited more easily. So personality, I can't even say the word, personality possibly plays a part too. How many P's was that? Personality possibly plays a part. Wow. Tongue twister for me. For instance, according to a 2014 survey that was published in the Canadian Journal of Human Sexuality, um, which looked at the personality traits of 270 people who practice BDSM, those who prefer the dominance role to the submissive role identified themselves as having different traits. So dominance scored significantly higher than submissives uh, on desire for control, extroversion, self-esteem, and life satisfaction. Submissives scored significantly higher than dominance on emotionality. But both groups scored similarly on empathy, honesty, humility, conscientiousness, openness to experience, uh, altruism, and agreeableness. Interesting. So sexual experience during or around puberty are another factor that can lead to someone developing a fetish. If an object was pleasant or salient to early sexual experience, we may associate that object with sex. And the use of it continues on with with sexual behavior. Is everybody still with me? (laughs) All right. So I'm going to mention, I found tons of lists um, of fetishes. And some of them you might have heard of or you might have heard and you didn't know the name. So I'm going to go through at least maybe like 10 to 15 of them. Um... And you guys will have to let me know what you think about this bonus episode. I'm interested in finding out. But here we go with the list. Oh, by the way, just to let you know, I might. I might. There's a possibility. There is a possibility that I will butcher these fetishes and how I pronounce them. And I would like to apologize because words, sentences, life sometimes, it just fails me. All right, so I'm going to read this list. Um, I found this on kinktest.org. Interesting. So the article starts off by saying that times have changed, and though once considered mentally deviant, please, in recent years, sexual subcultures, kink, fetishism, and BDSM have become accepted by the society widely, well, widely than ever before, and many sex researchers believe that these unconventional sexual practices have no association with psychiatric disorder. So, in fact, they are far more, they are far more common than we think. A recent study published in the Journal of Sex Research finds that one in three people in the U.S. have taken part in one at least once in their lives. Due to advances in research and clinical practice and major shifts in social attitudes, Fetishism has been taken off from the sick list of the World Health Organization since 2018. That's a bit late, WHO. Just a bit late to remove it from your sick list. Anyway, moving on. Um, So I'm going to read some of these. Sorry if I don't pronounce them properly, but here we go. And a lot of them... For those that 
are listening to me from Cyprus or Greece or anybody who speaks Greek, there's a lot that you would understand from the beginning of the word, from the, the prefix of the word. So, agal, uh, sorry, agalmatophilia, a sexual attraction for human-like statues, dolls, and mannequins. Ah, all right. Um, Belonephilia. Sexual arousal to sharp items such as needles, pins, and razors. Diaper fetish, as it suggests, a sexual arousal from diapers and or the use of it. So it's usually incorporated into infantilism, scat, water sports, humiliation, and dominance. Okay. This, I, I might, I'm not, I don't know, if, I don't think I have this, but I do love thunder and lightning. Kera, kera un, kera unophilia. So the sexual arousal from thunder and lightning. Kigurumi, a sexual attraction to the wearing of a cosplay costume or anime mask. This kind of worries me to a certain extent, but mechanophilia. A sexual attraction to machines and or doing sex act in on a certain type of a machine, such as cars, washing machines, androids, and etc. Now, I'm not going to even disclose my sex life, but all right. I, you know, I... Okay. As long as you're not sticking your body part into a machine and then switching it on, I'm good. Okay. Plushophilia. A sexual attraction to stuffed animals or soft toys. And in order to have, like, sexual interactions with toys, people modify their plushies with a hole or multiple holes. Let us look. God, this, there's so many of them. Ah, stigmatophilia. Sexually aroused by piercings and tattoos, especially in genitals and or nipples. I used to have my nipple pierced. Took that off pretty fast <laughs> technophilia a sexual attraction to technology such as cyborgs robots and sex machines okay this one xylophilia so xylo in 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 greek means wood so sexual arousal to wood this one worries me though this one i must say worries me a little bit because you gotta practice safe sex but this one, yeast, here, yeastiality, sexual arousal to baked food, fine, fair enough, which has risen with yeast, such as bread, pastry, and especially warm dough. This reminds me of American pie. But anyway, so people with this obsession are also, this is the part that worries me. People with this obsession are also attracted by partners with yeast infections. And they apply yeast, they like applying yeast to their genitals, which can lead to an infection. It's quite worrisome, but okay. So, xandrophilia, xandro meaning a tree, so sexually attracted to trees. This one, I cringe, I cringe when I read this one. Formicophilia. So sexually turned on by being crawling upon or nibbled by insects, such as ants and cockroaches. Now, if all of you remember, I, I, I freak the fuck out if there is a cockroach. And in Cyprus in the summer, guess what? 
The creepy crawlies are all over the place. And it just, I, I can't. This one, anyway, I'm going to tell you a little story about this one. Zoophilia. And no, anyway, let's get into it first. So the sexual arousal or sexual preference for non-human animals. It is not the actual act of having sex with animals, only having erotic feelings or fantasies involving animals. And it's not against the law. Now, I remember when we were in a psychology class, this was many years ago in university, and I remember, I love this professor, Dr. Backus. My goodness, you could listen to him for hours on end. I don't know what the class was about, but we did talk about zoophilia. And I remember um, somebody that I knew was sitting behind me. Um, he was from Saudi Arabia, and he taps me on the shoulder, and he's like, Carissa, what the hell is zoophilia? And I was like, well fucking an animal and then we had this italian lady um she was much older than the rest of us she decided to come back to university she was an awesome awesome lady seriously loved her head to toe in gucci let me just tell you but when i said that out loud which i didn't think i said it that loud but apparently i did this uh this italian lady she she says oh we have a lot of that in sicily <laughs> Moving on. I'm not going to be reading this, but there's seriously, I'm, I'm loving this list. Um, there's the, the fetish or the kinks for body parts. So you have some people that are into armpit fetish, which is the sexual ar arousal from smelling, licking, or kissing armpits. Fair enough. That's fine. Um, here you have macro -geni genitalism, a sexual attraction to huge genitals. Then you have people who are into nasolingus. Well then, sexual arousal to licking and or sucking someone's nose. Nasophilia, sexual arousal to noses. Oculolinctus, sexual arousal from licking eyeballs. Then there's the uh, uh, oculophilia, the sexual arousal to eyes. Okay, all right. Then you have, of course, those that are interested in more bodily excretions. I think this is more than like 15, but here we go. Um, there are people who are sexually aroused by vomiting, for example. Um, you have this one. My Greek uh, listeners, scatophilia. Sexual arousal to feces, which is also called coprophilia. All right. Um, okay, this is interesting. Um, sorry. Uh, so, misophilia. Sexually turned on by smelling or tasting items soiled with human fluids during sex, such as an undergarment or used tampon. Okay. Hemato hematolagnia. The sexual arousal from blood. This usually involves drinking, licking, looking at blood through bloodletting or biting. All right, please do not drink blood um, because our kidneys cannot handle that amount of iron and it's not, it's not safe. Just it's not safe. Um, unless, of course, you or your partner have gotten tested. Always get tested. Golden showers. Well, my friends, I think you you know what that is. Any sex act involving urine. And I have a story about that. But I'll probably be 
I'll leave that for uh, my patron members, actually, because I have a few stories about this and people are going to be like, oh my goodness, what has she done? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? If you do, sign up to Patreon and become a, a patron of Beauty Unlocked. All right, so I'm not going to continue. I mean, this list is very long, but I will be posting it onto a Facebook page. I'll be dropping the link also into the show notes so you will have an opportunity to check out this list because there are so many of them. And I could... I could go on for hours but i won't because i <laughs> i think a few of you are like what the fuck just happened <laughs> so i hope you enjoyed this bonus episode it is much much longer than our uh our normal or regular bonus episodes but there was just so much to discuss i'm getting a little bit more of an insight of what kinks and fetishes are like i said i will be posting um the article onto um, the Facebook group so you got or Facebook page so that anyone who's interested could actually look at the long, long list of fetishes, kinks. Um, as always, be safe. There is no judgment in what you like doing. Um, but always remember that consent is very important. Um, and always ask throughout if everything's okay. Check in with your partner. You have to have that open dialogue. So you got to be safe. Um, and always, you know, it's like the three C's like we mentioned before. Consent, communication, and compromise. All right. So everyone be safe. And I will have an extra episode for my um, lovely patrons where I'm going to get into it, um, relate some of my stories, and also talk about some famous, and well, famous, not that we like to hold serial killers to such a high esteem, but I will be talking about some serial killers, and some of them had interesting fetishes. I must uh, say. So if you're interested in listening to more, head on over to patreon.com forward slash beauty unlocked. Sign up and you'll you'll get all that good, good extra, extra episodes. With all that being said, I hope you have a lovely rest of the week and you'll be hearing from me again on Friday. Bye. <laughs> Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, clap, Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. You know what this is? A commercial? Right, and you know what that means. <gasps> Time for a snack? Wrong. I want you to do some heart-healthy exercise. Yes, you! Try some seated leg extensions right now. Just lift each leg up and extend it straight one at a time, six to eight times. I can do that. Yes, you can. Remember, every commercial is a chance to sneak in heart-healthy activity. 
Visit findexerciseanywhere.com and speak with your doctor to learn more about the risks of heart failure.